Relationship is probably the best tool that we have in youth ministry, but forming those relationships can be challenging sometimes. So in this episode, we're going to talk about six things that you should do to connect with your more introverted or shy youth. My name is Michael Collins. This is the Maximized Youth Ministry Podcast, here to help you be better at youth ministry. So let's jump right into it. What's the first thing that we do when we're trying to connect with someone? Child, teen, adult, whatever. Uh, first thing we usually do is have a conversation, right? Start talking to them, see what we can learn, ask them questions. Hopefully they'll start asking us some questions and we form connection through conversation. Well, kids uh, don't always, aren't always the best at that. They're still learning, right? If they're shy, if it's the first time they're meeting you or that you're still kind of a stranger to them, Trying to ask them questions, sometimes you're met with a one-word answer or just maybe silence and an uncomfortable face or a shrug. Uh, now, a lot of times, if we're not getting very big answers or any excitement at all from our questions, it can just be because the child or teen is shy. That's very common. Kids are shy. But another possibility is that we're asking really boring questions. See, kids are used to adults asking them the same questions. Every adult they meet asks them the same questions. Uh, how is school? What grade are you in? How old are you? Do, you? do you like going to school? What's your favorite subject? It's usually around school because that's just one thing that as adults we know that kids are involved in is school of some kind, even if it's homeschool. Um, and they are used to giving shrugging say yeah good one word answers um they are used to these questions they don't make them think at all they're not giving you real answers most of the time unless the kid is is very extroverted and just wants to talk to you but um we're not talking about those kids right now so the first thing i would encourage you to try is just to ask more interesting questions if you already know something the kid is interested in ask them about that if you don't just come up with fun questions that make them laugh or get them excited or make them actually think to give you an actual answer. So something like, would you kiss a pig for $20, right? Or who's the best superhero or who would win in a fight, uh, Spider-Man or Batman, you know? Um, which dinosaur would you like to have as a pet? Amazing questions, right? <laughs> Just goofy, fun questions but it'll get the kids thinking and they have to give you an actual answer now they don't have to they could say i don't know but this will at least give you a much better chance of forming a connection and starting a conversation than how was school what's your favorite subject because they're used to those questions being asked again by every adult that they've ever met so that's the first tip i've got is just come up with some more interesting questions the second thing I want to talk about is be real. Um, you know, especially if you've got a more shy, introverted kid, your the big energy that we all like to put on to get the kids really excited at events or when we're teaching or anything like that, you know, the way we talk to kids most of the time to get them excited, not all the kids like that. Um, a more introverted kid might it might seem fake or annoying to them. Um, so don't talk to them like that. Don't talk to them like you would talk to kids that are really excitable and amped up. Um, 
just be real and open up. If you're having trouble getting them to open up, open up yourself. Let them know something about you. Now, keep it appropriate. Obviously, we're not going to be talking to kids about our relationship issues, but, you know, tell them, you know, about a time that you were really nervous or something that you, when you were scared or how you're genuinely feeling. If you are wiped out today or if you're excited, if you're worried about your next lesson or or whatever it is, um, you know, show them that you are a real person and you're not just putting on a show to try to get them to like you. Uh, More introverted kids will respond to that better because they don't love the big, loud personalities all the time. It's not the responsibility of your youth to uh, trust and respect you right off the bat. That's something that you have to earn. We need to show them that we're worthy of their trust and their respect. And for a lot of kids, that's going to mean you have to open up a little bit. Tell, talk to them about who you actually are, who, what you're into, you know. Find something that they can relate to if you can. Just be real. Be yourself. Don't worry about the hyped up personality that you use to get all the kids excited for a game or something like that. You don't lose that. I mean, obviously, that's a great thing. Kids love it most of the time, but not all of them will. So make sure you can can drop that and just be real with some of the kids sometimes when they need it. The third thing, and I think probably the best one, uh, is to play with them. Playing with the kids is the best way to form a connection with them. Uh, You know, you're probably already planning games or doing games or activities or some sort, but if you're not participating in those activities, you're not taking full advantage of them. Um, If kids see you participating and playing a game with them, well, the first thing is that they're going to have more fun playing it themselves when they know that you're into it. Um, Because most of the time, your kids are going to be looking up to you. They want to do what you are doing. They're trying to grow up, so they're going to imitate the adults that they see around them. So you want them to have fun, go out there and play the game. And even if you don't like the game, pretend like it's your favorite game in the entire world and there's nothing else that you would rather be doing because the more excited you can get about the game, uh, the more excited they are going to get about the game. And some of them might maybe be nervous about looking silly. But again, if you are already out there looking sillier than anybody else, it gives them freedom to goof off and relax a little bit. Now, the kids, the in, more introverted kids, again, are going to have a harder time jumping into games and, and doing things like that. But if you see an opportunity, if you do get them into something, make sure that you are also playing with them, playing with the kids, little games, big games, group games, two-player games, anything, a card game, it doesn't matter. But playing some sort of game will help you tremendously when you're trying to form a real connection with these kids because they it helps them to stop seeing you as an intimidating adult who's in charge and tells us what to do and start seeing you as somebody that they can actually connect with and relate to and enjoys some of the same things as them, like playing games. So if you're not playing games with your students, your youth, your your campers, wherever you're at, start, um, because it's going to drastically improve your youth ministry. Now, number four, if you can't get them into a game, um, then my next piece of advice is to ask them to help you with something, something work-related, something that for you is a chore, 
to them, they've never done it before. It's a new adventure, right? Um, I can an example of this. I was a program director at a summer camp, and I had a camper who was just dying to go home. Um, he was homesick, wanted to go home, but his parents said, "No, you need to stay at camp." They they knew it would be good for him to stay, and he was not happy about it. He was just wouldn't talk, wouldn't open up, wouldn't say anything, and I was on my way to take him back to his cabin uh, to be with his cabin director, but I just I needed to fix a little man on our foosball table, and I thought, you know what, let's see if this will cheer him up a little bit. Um, so I asked him, I said, hey, do you want to help me with fix a, a foosball guy before you go back to your cabin? And he said, sure, he, and seemed kind of excited about it, I was surprised to find, and uh, and he loved it. I just had him hold a wrench while I tightened a bolt on the other side. But he talked to me about helping me fix that foosball guy every day for the rest of that week at camp. Uh, and he was constantly asking me, too, if there's anything else I needed help on. That, in what was a chore to me, was one of the, his favorite things of the week. Because it was special. It was unique. None of the other kids got to do it, Right. So if you're having a kid who's down, who's you're having trouble connecting with, having trouble getting them excited for camp or for youth group or school or, again, wherever you're at, maybe look for a chore that you're getting ready to do and see if you can find some way for them to help. Because being feeling useful makes people feel good. And if you can make them feel useful, like they're helping you, which they a lot of times will. You don't necessarily have to look that hard to find something that they can do to be helpful. Um, but it can make them make their week, make their day, make their year maybe, um, and really help them feel connected to you. So ask them for help for something. That's number four. Number five, this is taken straight from my Tough Case 101 online course available at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. Wink, wink. Um, it's look for opportunities to praise them. Now, when I talk about it in the course, I'm talking about how this can help us when we're trying to get kids to be better behaved, but it also helps us form connections. Um, you know, a high five and a great job. That was awesome. You know, takes almost no effort from you and it can make their day. It can make such a huge impact that seeing that they did something that pleased you, that got you excited, um, can make them feel really, really good. So be on the lookout for anything, even small little things that you can get excited about and, and give them a high five for just a good job. Doesn't matter. Um, just find some good behavior to reward in some way and you'll get more of it. If they open up a little bit and, and contribute to a group discussion um, or, you know, if they decide to try playing dodgeball um, and they dodge a ball or catch a ball or get somebody out, as soon as you see them do something in the game that's good and positive, reward it with attention and praise. If the, As soon as you see them open up and answer a question or contribute a thought to a discussion, reward it with praise. Just, wow, that was really good. I liked that. Nice job. You know, anything like that. Just some two second things uh, that you can praise them um, and 
you'll get more. It's you're rewarding good behavior and you'll get more good behavior, right? Um, so look for opportunities to praise. That's number five. And number six, you know, this can be difficult. It can be hard. We can feel like we're doing everything that we know to do and it still isn't working. So number six is just don't give up. Sometimes it's not any of these things that a kid needs to form a connection with you. They just need more time. They need more time with you, more time around you or in your ministry um, with the other kids, more time to expand their comfort zone a little bit, and then they can start to open up. So don't give up. Don't don't just think, oh, well, they just don't like me or they're just they just prefer to be quiet. So I'm just going to let them sit and be quiet in the corner. You know, don't force them out of their comfort zone too quickly and too fast and make them panic, you know, but don't give up trying to connect with them. Keep talking to them. Keep asking them questions. Keep praising them. Just keep giving them opportunities to form a connection and it's bound to happen eventually. We just have to be consistent in our love, right? I, I don't think I've said it in every episode, but I'm going to try to, at least from here on out. Love the kids. Love them. That's, that's the key to youth ministry, you know? We're here to show them the love of Christ. Just love the kids all the time, no matter what, in every way that you know how. And that's really the best advice that I can give. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Go to MaximizeYouthMinistry.com to get the free tough case system for discipline. If you're having any trouble with behavior in your youth ministry, I really think it'll help. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.